Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley, and uh, today is, can't see the clock because the cat's in front of it, um, August 10th, 2020. Um, I'm broadcasting today from the bright red desk. My first time sitting here doing work in a couple of weeks. <coughs> I was down with COVID. Uh, took a little walk in the Valley of COVID for the last two weeks, so it was definitely an interesting experience, not one I choose to repeat anytime soon. Um, but I was sick as a dog, or shouldn't even blame it on a dog. I was really sick. And um, uh, I have a great appreciation for my body and health and all those fun things. So um, this is my return uh, debut back again. I couldn't do it last night. It was just kind of overwhelmed. But today, you know, it was like, all right, I'm feeling better every day, a little incrementally better, better, better. Um, so here we are doing the weekly weather for this week of August 10th, 2020. Um, and so we'll talk about the week ahead and how to work with it and kind of a forward motion. But first, before we get into that, I want to just say thank you to everybody uh, who sent prayers and who sent healing and who sent flowers and who sent food. Amanda, that food basket was uh, uh, absolutely stunning. And it was <laughs> it was just beautiful. Um, uh, and Annabelle sent flowers that Remo had an amazing attachment to. It was a little cat. He would go over and pull the ear of the cat. And I writhed around in my bed and sweated and sweated and took lots of Tylenol followed Faye Cochran's uh, prescriptions for managing the temp very aggressively, which I did. Except I will say, when you get into 103, uh, you really get some hallucinatory experiences. And I'm a Virgo. I never really did a lot of drugs as a kid. Uh, Pisces moon, I was too paranoid. Smoked pot like three times and went, oh, this just makes me paranoid. Give me a beer. Um, but doing the, doing the temp, man, you really get to see a lot of interesting things so i'm lying in bed right now my assistant knows i'm sick and you know i had a number of people checking on me my neighbor kim rodberg and my neighbor rosemary Catogio, and my good friend kathy crandall who's a nurse over at new york hospital came in and just kind of watched me a couple times to make sure i was still alive but this was early on and i was running the temp and i was probably in the hundred and three category so I'm lying in bed, sweating, you know, just drenched, and I have a very tall assistant named Rose, and Rose, um, you know, she has keys to the apartment, obviously she works here, but I haven't seen her since March when we all quarantined. So I'm lying in bed, and I look up, and there's this tall, apparitional figure in a black mask, a big black mask, with big black gloves, and I go, oh my God. Death is a woman. Death is a woman. And then Rose opened her mouth, and I'm like, oh, it's Rose. Oh, it's not death. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I tell you, man, you go some strange places with this virus. Um, I am better. I'm not back to normal by any means. I have coughing jags, and I'm very, very tired. Um, uh, but I'm grateful to be alive, and I'm grateful to be on what appears to be the other side of it, although... Everybody warns me, proceed with caution. Um, but I do appreciate all of the kind uh, things that I haven't ever had any opportunity to look at or even read. You know how your phone kind of keeps track and it keeps the numbers keep getting bigger? I kept having the numbers get bigger going, oh, my God, 
things I have to answer, things I, and I'm like, I just, I don't have the wherewithal. So I'm hopefully going to get through those this week. And uh, we're back here inviting you back to the weekly weather and how to work with the week ahead. And <coughs> I just want to say thank you to Patricia and Dom and Ellie and all the people who sent healing and uh, to my sacred astrology group, which was praying for me and healing, sending me healing in my Tuesday night group, um, astrology peoples who were cheering me on, and just everybody that sent warm wishes and Reiki and all. Please keep sending it because I'm not back 100%, but I just so felt very loved, and I don't know that you can go to your funeral before you die, but I kind of felt like I did because a lot of people wrote me like really nice notes that I saw like, there's a note from so-and-so. I didn't read it, you know. So it was kind of interesting, attending your funeral before you die. But I have to say, you know, having worried about it since March, because I have the comorbidity factors, I'm old and I'm fat and I have high blood pressure, Um, I didn't die, and it's an enormous relief. Uh, That alone, that I'm on the other side of whatever this was, not done, but, you know, to the to the better part, but, you know, the anxiety apparently I was carrying about, like, I'm going to get it and die, and I didn't, although there were a couple times there <laughs> where it was the side thinking Rose was, death was a woman, um, there were a couple times there I was ready to take my head off and just, like, hand it to somebody and say, okay, I'm done here, can I go to the other side now, haven't I done enough work, uh, but clearly I haven't because I'm back at the bright red desk. And I'm sitting here with Remo, and we are going to do the podcast now and talk to you about the week ahead and how to work with the weather and what to do with it. And, uh, you know, this this virus is not something to be uh, uh, trifled with. I did have my oxygen. I did have my fluid. I did have my Pedialyte, which is vile, um, but I drank it. Uh, I did my thing. Uh, I did my fake Cochran approach, <coughs> which was, aggressively manage the temp manage the temp um it's kind of like surrender the pink it's an old reference at any rate yeah every orifice in my body except the pink one was doing stuff that's the other part where you're kind of like wow man like i didn't realize bodies did this kind of stuff but it really it rallied and showed up and fought so i'm grateful to be here Grateful to be alive, grateful to have you as a listener, and thank you very much for um, sending me your warm wishes and your love and your appreciation, and it really meant a great deal. It really meant an enormous amount, Um, and uh, obviously when you go through something like this, you kind of come out on the other side a little altered, so we'll be interested to see what happens. While I was in the valley of the virus, my father's condo sold, my sister's health issue was figured out finally. Um, you know, it was my mother's birthday, it was my father's death day. So I was really riding the riding the what's that? Little astrological points in my chart. Um Yeah, so and I actually threw away my sheets. I finished I'm a Virgo, I hang on to everything, right? And I finished with them and I thought, you know what, I, I don't know what I put into those puppies over the last two weeks, but I know it's not anything I wanna ever get back in me, and I also want to, whatever I was sweated out and released, let it go, let it go. So I just threw those sheets away because I thought there's no way we can clean them. Um, yeah, there's no way we can clean them. All right, so forward we go. 
<laughs> as I mentioned, I still have the cough, but, you know, nothing compared to what it was. So we'll talk about the week ahead. Um, so this is actually a nice week for the most part. The moon is in Taurus today and tomorrow, and then Wednesday it goes into, it goes into Gemini at the end of the week. And Gemini, of course, is chatty and communicative and connected and related, and Taurus is good food. We love Taurus moons just for their food alone, but also because we really appreciate the beauty and the abundance of springtime. So with the Taurus moon today, the 10th, and Tuesday, the uh, 11th, and then it goes void at 3.53 in the morning on the 12th, with a trine to Saturn. So Monday and Tuesday are very productive in terms of getting stuff up and going. And then early in the morning, on the 12th, the moon goes into Gemini, and it'll be in Gemini uh, the 12th, the 13th, and then it goes void at 7 in the morning on the 14th, uh, 7.19 a.m., with a sextile to Mars. Again, a very productive uh, go void, right? So then the moon is void all day Friday from 7.19 in the morning until... It goes into Cancer at 7.53 p.m. on the 14th, next Friday. Um, and the Friday, the weekend's hard because it's a Cancer moon opposite all the COVID clump, right? Plus we have the sun in a, in a finger of God aspect next weekend um, on the 15th. And we also have Uranus uh, in a retrograde. Uranus is stationing to go retrograde. So the best part of the week is the beginning of the week. Get everything done now. You get to the weekend, just kind of duck and cover, <laughs> and um, the moon is in Cancer on uh, Friday night, the 14th, all day the 15th. It goes void at 8 o'clock at night on the 7.59 on the 16th with uh, an aspect of a separation to Saturn, and then it goes into Leo bright and early on the uh, 17th and the 18th. Um, and there's a new moon next week on the 18th on Tuesday. So we're going to have a new moon webinar next Sunday night. Um, I don't think it's up yet, so don't go looking yet, but we'll be posting it. Uh, it's a really nice, juicy new moon at last degrees, sun, moon, mercury conjunct, all trine to the Mars in uh, Leo. Um, sorry, Mars in Aries, and a grand trine in fire. Very creative, very productive moon. So this week's a little harsh in the sense of the energies uh, that even though the moons are productive, Mars this week is on the world point. So we do have a lot of uh, war energy in the sky. And, of course, right before I came on earlier today, they announced that Beirut's uh, or Lebanon's government had resigned because of the bomb that they had last week with the with the fertilizer stuff that was stored. Um, <clears throat> so Mars on the world point square Pluto is war. We have that aspect all week. That does tend to make it a little nasty on Earth. Uh, hopefully it stays in... Uh, Beirut, but I wouldn't plan on it. I would recognize that, you know, we're due to get it over here when it's rolling through, and Mars squares Pluto on the 13th, um, and he is at a world point. So what happens when planets are at world points, they really make us aware of their choices and their actions. Both Pluto and Mars are at a world point, which is 22 and a half of, of the cardinal signs. So as we're working with this energy, as Mars moves into the square, and remember, this is the um, this is the first of three, right? So we had him already square Jupiter last week, um, and Athena, and now he's going to square uh, Pluto. And so this is very much about you know the choices we make and and how we take them, 
And then we have another week until we get to the 24th when Mars squares Saturn. So as Mars is going through the COVID clump, he's going to be asking each of us to think about, you know, our choices, our opportunities, where we're going, and how we're going to Mars take action against, with, in support of, in direction of change, the structures of our lives, right? So it's really looking at the structure of your life and figuring out what's important and how to use it. Um, And that can be a little hard sometimes, you know, especially because everybody's running very emotional right now. Uh, Mars is in a fire sign. The COVID clump is clumping. You know, they're hanging out like a a little pack. They're like a little hunting pack. We keep hearing reports in the news of hunting packs, people hunting people <clears throat> that's the that's the covid clump um and and working with it and being appreciative of of how we're going to use it and what we're going to do with it the other thing we want to watch um is there's a lot of energies out there with the sun and leo which is very much creative right but the sun and leo is also going to form uh what's called an, a finger of god with neptune and with the covid clump so we're going to have a fast-moving finger of God this week, which usually is an important moment in time. And obviously, we're waiting for Joe Biden to pick his vice president. That would be a finger of God event, um, you know, something that's never happened before, a uh, female, vice, female vice president, serious candidate. Um, we'll see. You know, we'll see what else shows up. But in your own life, you want to watch where stuff is going on in that little clump of energy, in that period of space between 19, 18, 19, and 24, okay? Because that's the energy where the finger of God's going to feel the most, especially the 20s, 21, 22. But then with Mars triggering it, we're going to really feel it very, very activated. We also have Uranus stationing this week at the end of the week. And Uranus stationing, of course, is gonna, he's going to go backwards now until January, till Capricorn time. Um, but when he stops, he brings to a halt the forward motion. So he's going to be stopping at 1040 Taurus. So he was in Taurus. He's been in the Taurus decant since March of last year, actually a little smidgy in May of 18. But really since March of last year, he's been in the Taurus decant. So he's Taurus, Taurus. Now he's going to be going backwards and revising that struck that stuck energy of Taurus Taurus. You know, Taurus Taurus is very fixed in what it likes and how it wants to do things and what it wants it to look like. <coughs> With Uranus going backwards now to six, he's gonna take us on a little journey to kind of review what we've built up until now and say, Is this what you want? And our job is to kind of go, well, kind of, but, you know, maybe a little tweak here, a little tweak there. Um, So there's a lot of opportunity for that kind of energy on the side. And remember, one of the things that we had talked about with the COVID clump, which is wherever it is, that little clump of planets, Athena, Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn, and Capricorn are in your chart. That's where your chart's undergoing this major metamorphosis. Now, the Aries house is what's pushing it now. Push, 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 right? push at that energy, push at it, push at it, push at it. And it almost feels a little relentless. But the place where growth happens and freedom happens is in the Uranus part of the chart. So if you can find your Taurus piece and say, okay, let me go over there, let me go hang out in the Taurus part of my chart 
and do the creative work that invites me, that will help me feel a little bit less blocked and stuck. But you may find you're running extra angry this week. Mars square Pluto is an anger aspect. It is literally the aspect of war. Mars goes out, kills a bunch of people, brings them to Pluto, the lord of the underworld. Basic astrology, mythology 101, wherever you have this, it is on a world point. So you're really going to see it. We're going to see it in the world. I mean, we've been seeing this whole COVID thing in the world. But we're really going to see it amp. We're going to see it take off. We're going to see it go, okay, and how's that working for you? Now, obviously, we don't have a whole lot of control about a lot of things in our life right now. Um, Certainly, having rolled around in my bed for the last two weeks, I'm, like, very aware of where I don't have control. Even though I was a good little Virgo man, I washed my hands, I wore my mask, I did everything. Um, Still got me. Uh, But on the other side of it, then, then what? Then what happens? Where do we go? I was like, oh, I feel relieved now. I feel like I can go out because I've already caught it. You know, of course, want to make sure I can't catch it again, which apparently is not clear, but we'll another another day, another story. Um, but our job this week is to figure out what that new that new direction is, that new chapter is, and how we're going to get there, and what it looks like, right? Because we are all being asked to go forward, and then Uranus goes backwards, and then basically all of the outer planets are backwards until the fall. Um, Athena's backwards, Jupiter's backwards, Pluto's backwards, Saturn's backwards, Ceres is backwards, Neptune's backwards, Chiron's backwards, Mars will be going backwards shortly, <clears throat> Eris is backwards, and now Uranus is backwards. So we'll be on as of Saturday. So this is a this is an important time for us to revise, revisit, redo, revis- rethink, come up with stuff. If you have these planets retrograde in your chart natally, you may find you're energized. You get that job offer, you get that proposal, you get that forward motion. This is all part of that, part of that journey. So it's a forward, it's forward and it should be fun. And off you go, and and hopefully into a good week, and uh, healthy and happy, and uh, take good care of yourself kind of thing. Okay, so we did the moon, so now let's do the planets in the sky. So um, the sun this week is, of course, in Leo. We love Leo. My favorite season. Um, And it's going from 17 Leo to 25 Leo. Clippity-clippity-clop. It does have a number of aspects. So planets, anything in your chart between 17 and 25 is going to get activated. And that means the sun. The sun is going to come and form a finger of God with the COVID planets this week. And with the Neptune, uh, which makes the, the Neptune part of it. But definitely the in conjunct piece. So do pay attention to um, health matters because in conjuncts are health. Um, so we start off with that that energy of push, 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 um, and you know, and how we move forward with the sun this week. He does have an aspect to Neptune, as I mentioned on the twelfth. That's the and then the on the eleventh, uh, he's forming the finger of God with the sun. He also has a biquintile to Athena, um, which is. Probably the announcement of Biden's vice presidential pick, part pick, part partner. Um, the sun is also parallel Uranus. Now think of the sun in Leo, right? High, and then Uranus and Taurus, creative. 
And when we think of declinations, you know, we kind of think of them as super expected <clears throat> energy systems because the planets are at the same degree of declination above or below the equator. So what's going to happen when we get to August 12th, we're going to find that the chart goes boing, like kind of a little excited, right, as the Sun and Uranus line up by declination. So that's a really positive forward motion. And then the Sun is also in conjunct Pluto, which is another health aspect that's on the 15th. And then when we get to the weekend, uh, we have a lot of activity then. Uh, the Sun is trying Mars on the 16th, which is, you know, kind of a forward motion, Mars and Aries and the Sun and Leo, kind of creative and fun. Um, <clears throat> so that's helpful. And then the Sun is also parallel Aries, the goddess of discord on the 16th. So there's this huge grand trine in uh, fire that um, a big trine in fire. Fire is, you know, passionate and visionary. And then at the end of the weekend, uh, sun and mercury are combust. Now, what happens when sun and mercury meet up, people think they're right. They don't care what you think. They think they're right. You're not right. They're right. So don't waste time arguing with folks towards the weekend. Just kind of smile. And the beginning of the week, to you know, with the Taurus moon and the Gemini moon, yeah. But when you get to the weekend, just smile and go float in the pool or go for a walk or whatever. Mercury this week, very active guy. He's running from 8 Leo all the way to 24 Leo, which means every planet in your chart between 8 and 24 will be activated by Mercury. <coughs> he is also going to be talking because he's in, he's in a creative sign. He's going to be mimicking the sun the back half of the week. Um, from the 14th on, what the sun does, the first part, Mercury's going to do next. But before he gets there, he has a lot of uh, breakthrough ideas and thought changing, and wow, I hadn't thought of that before, uh, Mercury aspecting Uranus on the 10th, which is kind of a, a great idea. He's got a lot of health aspects this week, Mercury does. So watch for health things, health matters. I know in my case I'll be slowly and trepidatiously going back to work. Um, he also has really important connections on August 11th, so watch who you meet then. And then he also has really good partnership energy on the 14th of August. So you want to watch who Mercury wants to partner with. And then he is also talking to the COVID clump and forming a finger of God between the 14th and the 16th. So paying attention to what new ideas come in, or how they kind of appeal to you, or what feels right, this is an important time to kind of pay attention. And Pallas Athena is very active there on the 14th. So watch for good ideas. Mercury is really in the mood to pick a fight. We get to the weekend, the 17th, because he's trying to Mars, and he's also trying to Eris, and he's in the mood, and he's a little provocative. So the weekend again, as I said, you know, the week is fine. The weekend's a little bit more hostile a little more cranky, and uh, people are going to be um, a little more uh, tethery, little tender, little tender hooks is what they call used to call it, a little sensitive to stuff. Everybody's going to have their period. They're all going to have PMS. It's the weekend of PMS. Um, <clears throat> Venus this week is at, uh, she's still hanging out in Cancer. She's getting ready to clear her shadow. She has a couple of health aspects on the 11th and the 15th also. <clears throat> so you do want to take health aspects very clearly, very seriously with her. And she also has an aspect to Venus. Mar Venus and Mars don't often 
work well. You don't often get a chance to work together this way, but she's in a very kind of nice, related sign right now. And Mars, of course, wants to get her whatever she wants. So this is a really good week for you to kind of just very quietly say, you know what I'd really like? You know what I'd really like? <clears throat> and put that out there. Because I think you're going to find um, you're going to find things happen because Mercury is so active, the sun is so active, and the you know everything's very much about like okay, how do we get it? How do we move it? How do we go there? What does that look like? So, focusing on the positive visions, not necessarily the harder stuff. The harder stuff may present itself, but usually that's that's kind of clarifying. Um, <clears throat> and then Venus has a lovely trine to Ceres, so she's got a very nurturing, caring energy, and she also is square to Chiron at the end of the week. So she's in the mood to have her feelings hurt a little bit, or someone may be in the mood to hurt your feelings, or vice versa. Just, you know, remember, everybody's a little sensitive. Plus that Mars is squaring Pluto, right? So um, we're all in a bit of a mood for a war. And we want to maybe use that energy in a positive way rather than in a war that's destructive. Make it a war on the COVID virus or a war on, you know, being fat or a war on whatever whatever you want to fight for. And maybe not even war, but, you know, activating the energy to move it forward. This is I always think of Mars square Pluto as like Scotty in um, uh, Star Trek. It's like, okay, okay, Captain, I'm going to put up the force shields. I'm going to put up the force shields. And then, you know, and then the, the the whole, you know, the whole thing starts to shake. I don't know if it's going to hold. I don't know if we're going to hold. We're going to hold. We're just got to get through this week, right? So that's the goal. Um, so Mars, of course, this week is on the world point, as I mentioned before. He has a hard aspect to Neptune on the 9th, which is not really seeing things particularly clearly. He is square to Pluto on the 13th, which is the war aspect. He is semi-square to Ceres. On the 14th, which is the loss of the family and the children and, you know, all this stuff that comes as a side impact of war. And then he is on to Eris on the 17th. Again, the weekend does look a little hot. So I would encourage you to, um, you know, just know that we're running in. (coughs) And we feel Mars energy as he rives in. Um, Jupiter this week has a nice little little schmudgy. That's good. We like Jupiter being schmudgy. Um, he is hanging out with Pluto. They're they're at the same declination, and Jupiter's also hanging out with partnership energy. He's kind of in the mood to partner, and he's also hanging out with creativity. So Jupiter, you know, he had his little little dance with Mars last week um, when Mars when I was out and it was Mars square Jupiter. I'm a Jupiter rules my is in my health house, and Mars and Jupiter and I played together. Um, but he's hanging out with Pluto this week, and this is in in April. He started talking to Pluto. This happens every 13 years. He talked to him in June. Now he's kind of talking to them, kind of they're, they're sitting on a bench in a park somewhere having a beer and talking, right? So this is a great week for thinking about the bigger vision and the bigger strategy and where you're going with it once we get to November time frame. Um, Saturn this week's kind of pokey. He's basically around 26 cap. Uh, and he does have, you know, an opportunity to kind of change housing things, but nothing real major. Um, and, of course, all the kids are going back to school. So that kind of, you know, that's the everybody going back to school. Uranus, as I mentioned, stations on August 15th. 
and he stations at 1041. Remember, we, we feel his station five degrees arriving, five degrees leaving, so we're going to feel it the, earlier in the week, and Uranus, of course, shake rattles and rolls. We did have a little minor earthquake down in North Carolina, but he also is, um, he really is tied to some of the bigger structures in our lives that are supporting and sustaining, and this is a lot of times when structures that used to be um, <clears throat> supportive don't really uh, support in the way that they used to. You know, you, you just kind of go, that that's great, but it's not nah, really working for me the way it is. And so it's a great time to revise those structures. He will be going backwards until January. Um, and we do feel it as we lead into the week. Uh, then we have Vesta this week entering Leo as of August 11th, where she likes to make everything pretty. So get some flowers, get some new sheets get some, you know, lemonade and make a really pretty table for yourself with some delicious cookies. Um, Really enjoy the summer, you know, enjoy the abundance of the summer as Vesta enters Leo for a chunk of time. And that's basically the weekly weather. So thank you all so much for your support and your love and your healing energy. And I appreciate it more than you'll ever know. And uh, I do feel I will eventually get through all those things on my the little message clicker uppers on your cell phone, right? I just kept looking at it going, oh, my God, and then rolling over and sweating some more. Um, <clears throat> so I appreciate your help, your support, your love, your kindness. Keep it coming because I'm not done yet. As you can hear, I kind of cough in and cough out, but I'm definitely on the other side, so that's a good thing. And I didn't I didn't uh, take off with the goddess of death that showed up in my bedroom. Um, so... Ann Orley here at the Bright Red Desk, wishing you all a great week ahead and uh, lots and lots of love. You really appreciate people once you go through something like this. So I appreciate each and every one of you, and thank you for your prayers and your support. Ann Orley, signing off. Bye.